Ben Graham, who was part of the SEN commentary team yesterday, joins us right now. Uh, ben played something like 219 games for Geelong before he became a punter. He spent three seasons with the Arizona Cardinals and was in Super Bowl 43. So it must have been a really nice feeling to, to return to Arizona where you actually played, Ben. Well, it was fantastic. I really enjoyed the week. Coming back to Phoenix, I visited my old team at the facility, actually, uh, this morning just to catch up with them before I jump on a plane. But second Super Bowl in two years, but first time back in Phoenix since I played for the Cardinals. But it was fantastic to be a part of so many events in the lead-up. But, you know, we were all here for the game, obviously, and the Super Bowl certainly did not disappoint. It was a great game. It was high scoring. There was a touch of controversy and the halftime entertainment where Rihanna put on a brilliant performance, which we enjoyed in the stadium. I'm sure everyone else around the globe enjoyed it watching it on TV. Can you can you explain the enormity of Super Bowl week to folks that don't really get it? Well, Phoenix is the perfect city for a Super Bowl to host an event like this on a global stage because pretty much the entire city comes to a, a standstill. It's a, a focus like I've never seen before. Like it, last year in LA, LA's so big, so much going on. It was still a great event at a world-class stadium, but to have the Super Bowl in Phoenix, which has hosted it before and done a really good job. But funnily enough, the... Waste Management Phoenix Open was this week as well. The final day was yesterday, Super Bowl Sunday, and neither event took anything away from the other. And that's just a credit to Phoenix and the way they put on these events. But the other thing that we're very blessed with this week, Stephen, is the weather. It is winter in Arizona, but all week it's been 25 degrees, blue skies, no wind. You wouldn't believe it. Today's 15 and raining, but <laughs> yesterday with the roof open, it was a magnificent time of the day. The sun was setting over the desert and the mountains, and right on dusk was the halftime entertainment, the fireworks, the visual effects of the floating stages, the acoustics of the sound. Like Rihanna did an amazing job. She hasn't sung live for four years, hasn't produced a song in seven, and she was pregnant. But this is what the Super Bowl is all about. With not really talking about the game yet, are we? But it's, no. it is an event on the global scale, and it's no wonder that there are hundreds of millions of people around the world tuning in. I have one more question before we get on to the actual game itself, but you intimately know what it's like to be involved in Super Bowl week. Of all the activities that you have to do, what is the one you love the most? Well, it was media day. Media day is the player's opportunity to tell their story and to have the world's media come together so they can investigate a little bit of your journey, where you've come from. And that was the beauty about being the first Australian to play in the Super Bowl, is that I had the ability to talk about my journey. And they really did embrace it, as they have this year with Jordan Malata and Aaron Sipos, the third and fourth Australians to play in the Super Bowl. So Media Day was definitely, uh, it was an eye-opener but it was so much fun to be able to tell the story. But there's a two-week lead-up to the Super Bowl. So the first week's really important to practice the game plan with no distractions in your own facility, sleep in your own bed, and then you head to Super Bowl City on the Monday. So last Monday, the two teams rolled in, and that's when the distractions start to kick in. The tickets and the media, and then your families come in later in the week. 
and the anticipation just grows night after night. He's got to get some good rest. And even on game day, you arrive at the stadium about an hour earlier than you normally would. So there's that nervous energy that you try and hold in until the game starts. But with all that went on yesterday in the stadium, the game actually kicked off about 20 minutes late because of what a busy uh, pre-event schedule it is. So let's look at the game. Every Everybody, apart from Steve Young on ESPN, I was watching yesterday, chose uh, the Eagles to win, but it was the Chiefs that came home. Where did the Eagles get it wrong? The Eagles, he had an absolute sensational game. His best game of his young career. So I'm sure the Eagles are in good hands for years to come. He rushed for three touchdowns. He threw for two. It's the most a quarterback has rushed for in a Super Bowl. Uh, probably defensively is where they let themselves down. They did have a 10-point lead at half time, But Patrick Mahomes won the MVP, but not because he was electrifying through the air. He actually had his lowest game passing yards-wise. They're able to establish the run, but it's what he did constructing those drives, keep the chains moving, and almost keeping the ball out of Jalen Hurts' hands, who was so damaging. The one mistake that he made was he fumbled a football, he kicked it in the direction of a Chiefs defender who picked it up and ran it in for a defensive touchdown, which kept it to a 10-point deficit at half time. I know the Eagles went into this game as favourites, but we thought it was going to be close, and it was close, but I always thought that despite the Eagles being the best team, the Chiefs had the best player on the field, and that was Patrick Mahomes. And if it was close, and I want the ball in anyone's hands in the last quarter, whether it's to win the game or a come-from-behind victory, it is Patrick Mahomes, and that's exactly what he did. He didn't score the touchdown to win the game, but he got his, he got his team into the field position to enable him to kick the field goal as time expired and game over. Patrick Mahomes, two-time Super Bowl winner, two-time Super Bowl MVP, and this year he won his second league MVP. So he's an out-and-out superstar, but I think the Chiefs a well-deserved victory. Yeah, first time he's done that league MVP, Super Bowl MVP since Kurt Warner. But I think the other part of the equation with Mahomes has got to be Travis Kelsey. Well, yes, and... He, he, that connection, that is now the second highest quarterback tight end connection in terms of touchdowns. Travis Kelsey had the 60 yards in the first quarter and that touchdown, but he was hardly sighted in the last three quarters. The, the Eagles' secondary did a good job quelling his influence. What I was really impressed with, with the Kansas City Chiefs offense, is Isaiah Pacheco, the running back. He runs really hard. He might not only run for 60 or 70 yards. He did have a touchdown, but it was really important three, four-yard aggressive run. And towards the end of the game, in the last quarter, there was some confusion in the Eagles secondary, which allowed Kadarius Tony for a walk-in touchdown to the right, and then Sky Moore for a walk-in touchdown on the left, mm. untouched by the defenders. And Sky Moore... That was his first touchdown of his career, and it came in a Super Bowl. So uh, something to remember for him, but certainly a lot of contributors on the Chiefs' sideline.
So you've you've had the best of both worlds. You've played in one, and now you get to call one. What was it like calling a Super Bowl in the stadium? It was amazing. I was lucky enough last year to call a game with Jared Waitley in LA. So that experience was wonderful. But to be back in Phoenix, where I played for the Cardinals and represented them in Super Bowl 43, to call my second Super Bowl in Phoenix, but not only with Jared Waitley, who we know is a superstar commentator, Larry Fitzgerald Sr. was in the booth with, with us. And I played in Super Bowl 43 with his son, Larry Fitzgerald. So it's almost full circle with the whole Phoenix Super Bowl and Larry Fitzgerald. But it was, uh, we got some great feedback about the call. We know that the NFL may not be everyone's cup of tea. My whole motivation is to try and help the listeners understand the game so they can relate to it because they will fall in love with it if they only understand the rules and some of the idiosyncrasies about the game. Because it is a, it is a wonderful sport and it, it is, the Super Bowl is, I think, the greatest sporting event on the global calendar. And we were fortunate here in SENZ in New Zealand to have you and the boys do the call. Cherish those memories, mate. Travel safe. Oh, no worries at all.